Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back, and you're finally back with me. <laughs> I'm back with you. I hate when I'm not with you, Will. It makes me sad. It makes me feel like I'm missing Aww. out. And, <laughs> and then I see these emails after that you copy me and like, oh, that was such a good uh, Yeah, well, yeah. I miss you know, it. We, we, have, yeah. we have fun regardless, Whatever. but we have more fun when you're back with us. Uh, see, I turned that around really nicely. <laughs> well, we have a we have a cool uh, we have a cool podcast episode today. It's a little different. We're taking a little bit of a departure right, from right. our artist and getting getting back a bit into the industry, which is so important um, for people to understand that without industry people, there you know there's this, this right. machine has to move. So I'm excited to to um, do our guest. But before that, dun, 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 dun. music tip. Well, our music tip for today uh, is actually, I'm going to put this in the show notes, and it's a collection of apps uh, that you can use to help you to learn and develop your music skills better. And there's a, it has a list of music apps to help you learn. Um, one is to learn music theory. Well, actually, there's several to learn music theory and sheet music um, reading. And... Uh, mm-hmm. Just a couple of them. Tonal Harmony Analysis, that's an app. Uh, the Muse Score sheet music app. And uh, then there's one called Ear Master for ear training. And then mm-hmm. Music Tutor does mm-hmm. sight, sight reading. And there's, I found this interesting one. Um, I, I don't know if anybody's used it, and it'd be good to hear back from anybody uh, if they have and what their, their comments would be, but it's called Vox Train. And it says, transform your voice in 18 mm. weeks. It's a vocal training app. Oh. So uh, that sounded really interesting. So I don't know. That sounds kind of it, gimmicky. It, yeah. I don't uh, know it, it, who knows? <laughs> I mean, it might, you know, it's, it's like they have apps for everything now. You know, apps for meditation, apps for working out. So, exactly. you know, it, it might be, uh, you know, something to check out. Who knows? <laughs> So we'll put. Who knows? Yeah, we'll knows? put a link well, to it. That was cool. That's a cool. These, yeah, that's a cool music tip because you're right. There are a lot of apps out here, um, you know, and there are some that are legit and some <laughs> that are not at all. But uh, but those the ones that you mentioned sound interesting. Right, right, They're intriguing. Right. They're intriguing enough. They're intriguing enough. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, 
stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to bandzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year. Well, I think that's kind of a good segue, actually, because of this whole digital world and our, our guest um, comes a bit more from that digital wor- uh, world. And I'm going to have her kind of describe a bit more of her background. But before I do that, you guys all know, I always try to we don't we, we very rarely bring strangers <laughs> on our podcast. We really try. Will and I have been really I think it's just a huge blessing to have really cool relationships with people in this industry. And I met this person. Um, I was a panelist on a kind of music business panel here in Chicago. And I was the only female. It was interesting. I kind of forged my way on this panel because I saw this panel was going to be happening and I knew the person facilitating and I noticed there were no women (laughs) (laughs) that were going to be represented on this panel. And my little spidey sense told me, you know what? You need to be on that panel, Kenya. <laughs> and so luckily I, I know the person who was putting it together and I was on the panel. And this is actually where I met the guest and I'll let her kind of explain more why she was even there. But I'd like to welcome Latavia hey, Barry. Latavia. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I was so impressed. Look, y'all, I am impressed by this woman. I'm I I'm really inspired by um I am not a millennial okay now I'm not far removed I'm just a little above yeah well, we're not, we're not that, terribly that older than <laughs> no not that far y'all are nice but and I young. feel like uh yes we are thank you and but there's so I, I think millennials get a little bit of a bad rap in some ways but I really think millennials are definitely have been some major kind of change makers and shifters and, and culture and, and all of this. And I was really impressed by Latavia and she's going to talk more about her background as um, a software engineer and um, a web designer, but really impressed by her innovation. And we've now gotten to know each other more. And I'm just, every time I talk to her, I'm like, girl, you are so freaking bright. Like she's so smart and she's thinking so far out of the box in so many ways. And um, I just wanted to, and not only invite her, but as we started talking more, I'm like the information, your your innovation would be really helpful to contribute to our podcast um, to help artists think of more innovative ways to make revenue um, as artists or to figure out ways to do it themselves um, because that's so huge. So let's say if you could, maybe we could start off, you could just explain a little bit more about what you do and what your background is and, and what brought you into doing what you're currently doing. Absolutely. So I am a software engineer by trade. Um, I'm self-taught some years ago, like 10 years ago, I decided to self-teach as a trade and I wanted to, you know, 
build out my life and, you know, go through your twenties the way people typically do. And maybe about five years into it, I was like, wait, I can make a career out of this if I get some formal training. So I went to a boot camp in Oregon. And from there, I've had these salaried roles. I've done work for Discover, Toyota, Lexus, HP, um, all these like really mm. large Fortune 500 companies. I've worked at advertising agencies, consulting companies, like you name it. I've either like staffed mm. there in some way or worked there permanently. But during that time, I actually got a role at Motown Gospel as a contractor. And I was doing marketing there. And I noticed that um, they were very efficient interpersonally, but I was looking mm-hmm. for there to be more tech and it wasn't. And I think because I had such a heavy tech background, it was just very noticeable to me. It popped. And so I had this brilliant mm-hmm. idea of, well, why don't you just integrate tech into the music industry? Why don't you just integrate the things that you notice are missing? And I've been working at it ever mm-hmm. since. Like, it's not very easy, but that's essentially how I got into this. That sounds awesome. Wow. Which... That is awesome. And, and I think that's, you know, when people are trying to think of businesses to start, it's about finding where, where, are, the, where are the holes, where are the gaps, you know, where, are the, where can we find things to kind of resolve issues. What types of things were you able to do or were you able to implement any of some of these ideas with Motown Gospel or was that just kind of a trigger? I got to implement small things digitally, um, but not across like, the company itself just kind of within my little bubble to make my job easier. Um, There were times where like the request would be transcribed lyrics and I'm like, okay, we could just use voice to text for this, you know? And so that would make my job faster, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't necessarily be Mm -hmm. like implemented company wide. Um, While I was there, Mm -hmm. I was able to help with a pitch deck for a uh, television show placement on BET that replaced Bobby Jones Mm -hmm. gospel. Um, but the skills that I had from elsewhere were useful in me building out that pitch deck. So it was small things that made me more efficient, but not necessarily everyone else. That's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of, um, uh, sparks a whole bunch of things in my brain because I'm a very tech minded person. (laughs) Um, and yeah, and I'd love, I'd love to pick your brain about a whole bunch of stuff, um, you know, regarding that because, uh, uh, yeah, because I'm actually working with with another um, uh, app uh, that that hopefully will be in development, and I'll let y'all know about that sometime later. Oh, oh now I'm but, intrigued. Uh, I'm curious. Yeah, so right. I'll, I'll let, fill y'all right. in on that. But uh, but yeah, no, I I wanted to know what um, what where do you see some of the 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 connects for some of the new technologies that are coming out and um, ways that artists can basically either enhance what they're doing um, from even the recording aspect, but also, um, which is sort of the meat of what you wanted to talk about, which is the the financial aspect for different streams of revenue. Um, Where where do you see there's there's some of those places where artists can, can really enhance what they're doing? I feel like there's opportunity across the board with machine learning growing, with, Uh, data metrics growing with analytics growing with the way cookies track you online. You know, there's a great many ways to both enhance like community and building out a fan base that is like a set of true fans. Mm -hmm. And then going from there, building out a brand that's like sustainable and also like professional looking. Sometimes, you know, we're not as professional looking online as we could be. And, And then like 
furthering that into turning it into dollars. And I think that's where it starts is like online, something as simple as like installing a Facebook pixel can be like the catalyst for figuring out like, who are my real fans and how can I talk to them? Right. And then from there deciding what do they actually want and what can I sell them? Mm. That's so good that you're saying that because I'm doing that literally right now. I'm, because I think as artists, you know, we, we, we live in Fantasy Island a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to, we kind of have to, to create. But we'll imagine who our fan is, right? Yeah. We think it's the cool, the cool guy in the corner, right? Or we think it's the girl that, you know, is grooving to Beyonce too. But then when we really find out, no, it's grandma, <laughs> you know, and she loves your, <laughs> she loves that song that you do. And you realize you been branding toward the Beyonce fan when it's really grandma that really ties into your music and so that started hitting me for myself personally so I have been purposely kind of setting up some Facebook ads and targeting more of what I'm what I'm getting feedback and you know seeing analytics like really testing out okay is this person really the fan and it's showing me yep this person really is the fan, not the person that you maybe thought on IG that was, you know what I mean? It's, it's that Facebook person. It's that, you know, it's different. So that's, and if, I think that's really important for artists to understand. And if I could ask, like, now that you're digging really deep into the data of who your fans are, does that make a difference in how you sell to them, how you market to them? You know, how you invite them to a concert? If it's grandma versus a millennial, grandma's not going to stand mm-hmm. up. Exactly. Exactly. So no, I have. I, I mean, I already kind of know that about my followers to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but I was I felt like I was missing online. Like, what am I doing? You know, I feel like I, I know visually I can create these really beautiful pictures and professional whatever. But who is that really capturing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And is that really are that is it just capturing me because it's pretty or is it capturing because they actually want they're feeling my music? And so I'm, I'm, you know, I, it, it has changed. I now, cause I just am starting this and I, I, I am recognizing when I have this type of image, I'm getting more um, interaction and engagement from a particular art or particular audience. But if I do a different kind of image <laughs> and it particularly gender wise, like certain things, the, the women just don't click in. The men are like all about it, right? But if I shift just one thing or I say something just a little bit different, then the women become more engaged. So it's been interesting. It's been a little bit of an experiment. So I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, yeah. I, I was doing this. I actually uh, had an e-commerce store um, and I did it basically to train myself on the current marketing technologies and how to market properly. Um and that's it, it. It was a huge learning curve on how everything that's out there mm-hmm. uh, with, between Facebook pixels um, and and just basically how to how to uh, target, find your target market, uh, your specific target market, and you know the the whole avatar mm-hmm. thing, finding the per the exact customer that represents um, everything that that you are about, and. And they, it, they could be connected to a whole bunch of different things. So, you know, like uh, like grandma likes to shop at whatever store or, uh, you know, she, she watches mm-hmm. a certain television show. 
and and that's the the exact customer for you. You you're looking for that grandma. You're not just every grandma. You're looking for right. that grandma. Right. <laughs> so, right. right. Gotta well, get your grandma I like straight. That we're gotta get your grandma about. straight. <laughs> <laughs> so Latavia, Latavia, how, so so I know artists are like, well, how do I get started with that? Like, what are your recommendations? How a person, like, if they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I how do I start this? That's tough because there's there's a lot of information and I can relate like being an entrepreneur means that you've got to wear all these different hats and you've got to be innovative at the same time. And I think that's the same struggle for musicians is I want to be creative, but I also want to be successful. And so I need to be a business person and I need to be a marketer and I need to be all these different things. So it's hard to say like there's one definitive source of all the things you ever needed to know. But I think that there are spaces Mm -hmm. where you can get this information. There are books, there are YouTube channels, you know, here in Chicago, we have, I have a workshop series, for example, going on right now where I do a bit of handholding two days a month where we're just walking through exactly what needs to be done in what way. So just being aware that Mm -hmm. you have to like seek out those resources and seek out those opportunities. And they're not always all paid, you know, you can find stuff on YouTube Mm -hmm. for free every day. If you go on YouTube today and type in like intro to Facebook Pixel and maybe spend like two hours trying to figure out what in the world it is, it, it wouldn't be that difficult for you to add one to your website. Right. Can you can you say real quickly what a Facebook fi- Pixel is, just in case those people have no idea even what that means? <laughs> yes. So uh, <laughs> briefly, a Facebook Pixel is just a few lines of code, but it acts as this really nifty tool because it's monitoring who is visiting your website, uh, what they're doing there, how they're being engaged, how they were drawn to your website when they leave, where are they going? And they kind of like cross-reference that with the material that they engage with on Facebook. So if the same people that love Game of Thrones also love Kenya Johnson, you know, now you know that about the people who consistently visit your website or their gender or where they live or their age, things that can make a difference, like you said, and how you market to them. Mm-hmm. And I would add, I would yes. add, this is one of the biggest things that really caught my attention when I was learning how to do all of that. Um, if you have an email list, you can plug your email list into Facebook and it will mm-hmm. create an avatar person based off of the people that already like your stuff. Right. And you can market to them and you can basically use the power of Facebook's data and find all the exact people that you ever need in the world. (laughs) In the world. In the world. (laughs) On earth. (laughs) (laughs) On earth. Right. Right. Wow. And I guess this brings me to want to ask you then, Latavia, currently, because you're no longer you're no longer with Motown, correct? No, <laughs> that was years ago. Okay, right. So what are you? what is your current business that you're doing? Currently, I am teaching artists how to monetize music. So one way is through those bi-monthly workshops. Um, I'm also doing mm-hmm. speaking, one-on-one consulting. I have a podcast. The podcast is called The Indie Tech Kit, which I literally am giving you a toolkit of tech things that will help you monetize. Um, and all of this is under a single brand called Tay on Tech. 
Prince Amla Tavia. Okay. Eh? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but essentially, I'm offering a bunch of uh, low bono or pro bono services this year in order to just like onboard as many people as I possibly can. I really want to see people feel more equipped to use tech to further monetize and further brand and further market their music careers. Awesome. That's, that's huge listeners. Like that's, I mean, I think in this day and age, this is, this is where we're at is how do we, you know, how do we monetize what we're doing, but not just in the traditional ways. And um, I think that as I think some artists that can, I think uh, depending on what kind of artist you are, but that can, you can get really lost in that. So the fact that you're doing that, as you said, low bono (laughs) or pro bono (laughs) so that people can actually, you know, not feel like they have to give up all their money to learn something that they know that they need um, is really huge. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really important. Thank you. I love so it. So give us one, uh, one, one piece, because I know you have a bunch of them, but just, just one piece of how they can um, make some more di- uh, digital revenue, how artists can make some more di- digital revenue. Uh, let's see. This might sound like a cop-out, but sometimes we forget. If you really know your audience and you really know what they're looking for from you, sometimes I find that artists don't have a Patreon. And that's a really easy way to get reoccurring revenue in exchange for something that your audience actually wants. So like that email list you were talking about before, that's a really easy way to draw some money out of your existing network of people. And in return, like they're not really asking for much except connection. Right. You, know, you don't have to necessarily give away a free song on Patreon or, you know, give away a full concert or something. Like you can be really creative about being interactive and building experiences for those people that already like you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is something that I, you know, I definitely, I did. We had Bandzoogle, which is a company that does websites for. Um, specializes on building websites for independent artists and they've kind of created a component. It's like a Patreon within their um, website template mm-hmm. so that you can create, you know, create a subscription based um, situation for fans. And it really, yeah. I mean, and I, you know, I had told my crew, I was like, listen, guys, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much. I thought I was going to be able to give you a, B, C, D, but I can, and they're like, we don't care. We're still going to give, we, we know you're going to get this project done. And so it's like, really? You're not going to unsubscribe? And they're like, no. And I'm like, wow, okay. And so you're right. I think a lot of artists get that crowdfunding piece or that piece of pay me for just being an artist can feel weird sometimes. Right. Yeah. You know, I think for artists, they don't feel, yeah. 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 And it's weird, like, knowing that, I mean, in a way, you have benefactors. Like, there are people that are truly invested in the arts and creativity and seeing you succeed as a creative. And they're waiting for you to tell them how they can help. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that makes a lot Mm -hmm. of sense. I mean, and that's that's difficult, I guess, for some some artists um, who don't, uh, who probably don't see um, their own value. Um, mm-hmm. and and don't see that uh, that what they do actually adds value to the community and to the world. Um, and I mean, I think that's a 
you know that that's a, a a day of reckoning reckoning you have to come to is that you know you've you've chosen this path and and people want you to walk that path and they want to hear what you have and and I think you're 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 hitting it on the head. It's like there are a bunch of people willing to support you. You just have to let them know how. <laughs> That's it. Right. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, and if we just look around, I mean, I, I, I think if we look at our more mainstream popular, you know, culture or pop culture, I mean, look at how many dollars we we put into that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, we just we flood it. We flood it. But for some reason, in that independent artist kind of world because we're maybe not on that major page we don't think people care as much or something but in fact it's still we're still providing Mm -hmm. art you know and that is and I, i think in today's society with so much going on you know, people really need the inspiration. They really need the the, mm-hmm. the escape. They really need the, you know, this other kind of euphoria. And they, you know, if they can feed that, meaning support that, you know, I think it is important. So, yep. yeah, these are, these are good. So I have another question. Um, you and I have talked a lot about trying to do more experiential kind of workshops. Mm-hmm. Um can you talk a little bit about the types of workshops um, that you are facilitating or, or planning to facilitate um, so artists get a better idea of how their hands could be held? Definitely. So the first one is just going to be crafty with Canva. I just want to get people in the room, butts and seats, and get their hands on the computer to make things with Canva. You can make Facebook banners. You can make album covers, you can make custom tickets that can be printed. You can be really creative with just drag and drop on Canva. I've met so many artists. I say Canva. They're like, I'm not really familiar with that. And so I'm like, that's cool. Show up to the workshop. Mm -hmm. We're going to just do it. We're going to get it done. Like when you leave Mm -hmm. here, it will be done. So the first one will be album art in under an hour. And the second one will be social media graphics in under an hour. Hmm. You said album art under an hour. What was the second one you said? Social media graphics in under an hour. So sometimes we're like creative, but it could use some polishing. You know, Um, we might have our Mm -hmm. profile picture, but we did something cool or cute with it. And it's not quite what we want it to be. Or maybe we have like some art for a single. It's not quite for the album and we needed something quick. You know, so this there's room to make that for free, make it look professional and engaging and exciting for your audience. You can um, hold on to your brand with Canva. So like you can make a palette and kind of keep up with like your brand colors and your fonts. Um, You can get the correct sizes. Sometimes we forget like the size for our stories isn't the same size for our posts. Um, The same size for Facebook is not the same size for Instagram, etc. I use Canva all the time. That's yeah. that's my go-to, and and I do have Adobe. Yeah, it's great. I, I have Photoshop, but I use Canva all the time, and I'm actually paying to use Canva. So, uh, yeah, mm. it's crazy. And what's so great yeah. is if you if you weren't ready to pay, you could still make really great graphics. Yep. You you know you don't have to in order to like get the best out of it. So we'll also be discussing right. some other free alternatives to getting uh, stock images, stock video, fonts, and graphics. So, you know, you're not just limited mm-hmm. to what's available on Canva. You can, like, really get in there, get creative, get your hands dirty. Yep. Awesome. 
Awesome. Awesome. And then real quick with the podcast mm-hmm. you mentioned that you're starting, can you tell a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So it's called mm-hmm. Indie Tech Kit and it's going to be a toolkit of uh, maybe early to mid-stage startups that offer branding, marketing, and monetization for musicians. So the first one we had, Live. they do real-time graphics for um, live concerts. So while you're actually performing, there's an AI that can basically pay attention to tempo, to like your mids, your bass, your highs, and your mid, your lows, your highs, and literally project onto a screen graphics that interpret that (laughs) in real time. It also records. So when you're done, you have a music video of your live performance that you can just take with you. And it is totally free. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. What was the name of that? (laughs) It's avsync.live. And I think our podcast, our podcast should be live in about two weeks. This is our very first one. So it's taking a second to kind of get the flow of editing and, you know, distribution, yada, yada, yada. But it's, I think it's at the two week mark. So it'll be live. Podcast is called Indie Tech Kit. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. That is yeah, that right there. I mean, <laughs> you're like, I might use that, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I'm like, I got to show this Saturday. Uh-huh. Where are they at? Okay, but anyway, yeah, congratulations on oh. that too, because yeah. we know what it is to put together a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot, and you're doing it on your own, like Will and I. Yeah, we have each other. I, 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 I need Kenya's support. Trust me. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, and I need Will. So, no, kudos to you. So, well, one of the the last things I I mean because like I said I told y'all that Latavia is very you can you should be able to hear that she thinks outside the box just a tad bit (laughs) (laughs) just a tad bit and so one of the things we're going to do um in in our in future podcasts is have her provide like that little tip she just said that little that that thing the whole you know making a music video what company that is (laughs) um yeah, AV Sync, those we're going to have her kind of do some special spots. So you'll you'll be hearing from her um, on our podcast in case you're like, wow, like, you know, I want to I want to learn more of that. She's going to be a kind of a contributor to our podcasting because this the whole name of our podcast is making money in the music business. And while we talk beyond money, definitely here, it is still our whole point is we, we want you to be able to nurture your music beyond a hobby if that's yeah. an interest. And you, yeah, and you need, you know, as you see, Will and I learn every week still and we bring on these guests and, you know, so I think it's going to be really helpful for Latavia just to kind of jump in periodically um, to kind of, you know, give a heads up about different um, digital means by which you could increase you know, your revenue. So Yay. we're excited. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to... Have you be yep. a part of our family? Yep. You can't hear, but I'm like smiling from ear to ear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that my headphones like are jacked up today. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Can you let people know how they can find you? Absolutely, you can find me at tay t a e on tech dot com. 
And again, the podcast is Indie Tech Kit, I-N-D-I-E space T-E-C-H-K-I-T. Awesome. Excellent. And social media um, handles at all, IG or Facebook or any All of them are Tayon Tech. So same thing, T-A-E-O-N-T-E-C-H, Tayon Tech. I know, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Branding, (laughs) that's what we're talking about. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So definitely make sure you guys follow her, look up her website. You do do, like you said, the some consulting. So if you if you want to spend some time really maybe digging in a little bit more, they can reach out to you on your website, mm-hmm. correct? And, and maybe schedule something. Yes. Awesome. Um, and you are not limited. She's in Chicago with me, but no, she's available. This is the beauty of digital. So if you're not, you know, in the area, um and can't necessarily come on to come to one of her hands-on things still reach out to her actually she and i were just talking about how can we get this so that we make sure we have people beyond chicago get a hold of you know the the types of things you're you're doing so that's that's in the works too so yes it has thank you so much yeah thank you guys for having me like I'm over the moon. <laughs> I'm excited. Ah, you should be. You should be. Yeah, no, this is this is really good and it's it's so relevant right now. It's extremely relevant and I think that, you know, we're constantly needing to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um so any way we can any way we can get support to do that. Yeah, that we're we're over thing. the moon, you're helping so. us. <laughs> so. Happy happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I said, y'all, don't sleep on millennials. Those of us who are not, we want to we want to hate on you so bad. We do. But I have learned so much um from my millennial sisters and brothers and I'm just, you know, I don't I'm feeling I'm I'm yeah, I'm excited cuz it it's just it adds to my wisdom. <laughs> ah, my wise age. I'm forever Does young. Mean, I have all right. I'm, Are you I'm, saying I'm I forever young. Have to share? What? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. On <laughs> <laughs> the same vein, I learn from yep. my students all the time. So you know, that's that's the uh, the give and take. Yeah. yeah well, and, and I, this will be my last thing, and then we'll end. But I, I think we can get, especially us old school, like when it comes to music, and we're like, no, music isn't. You know, it's the old school music. You know, music is blah blah blah. But it's like. Yeah, every generation is bringing something different and we need to be open enough to to learn, you know, from it, both musically, craft wise, but also, you know, behind the scenes. So there it is. I like it. I like it. All righty. Well, William, we will be back next week. And yeah, we've got some more. We we're in our spring Uh, springtime we're starting to hit spring yeah we're starting to hit spring but we've got some more really amazing industry people coming up as well as artists so we appreciate everybody we getting lots of good listenership and um yeah i i I have to tell this because we have a little time we usually don't have time i was Uh out at an event and somebody introduced and said oh yeah this is kenya and he's like oh yeah i know you as an artist and then somebody said something about the podcast, and they were like, oh, "You have to make the money in the music business podcast. That's you." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" You get some yeah. star status from the podcast. From the podcast, double about that? famous. You know? about that? Double, double famous. <laughs> wow! I was so impressed. 
I said, you listen to it. They're like, yeah, no, I've heard it. Yeah, it's good. Wow. They're like, wow, that's crazy. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. That is awesome. So definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely. We're not stopping. Yeah. We're 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 pushing this we're out every week stop. for y'all. So uh, thank you for listening, and we, we really appreciate all the, the comments and and support from you all too. So that that's why we do it. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Until next week, you guys awesome. take care. Take care. Bye. Right. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the Three MB Club please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.